Welcome back to the Work Mija podcast, the podcast where mujeres empower mujeres. I am your host, Sochi Carmona, and today I'm joined by Angie. Angie is the owner, creator, and designer of Angemer, a brand creating somewhere over the rainbow, sharing her love of flowers, la luna, and all things magical. She loves handcrafting wearable and mixed media with the intention of promoting self-love and confidence with a little bruja flair. Born and raised in Pilsen, Chicago, Angie experiments with different methods, making jewelry allows her to express herself. What started as a hobby has grown into a small business. I fell in love with Angie's work years ago with her concha earrings, but there are so many beautiful pieces of not only jewelry, but also art to choose from. So I'm super excited to chat some more. So thank you for joining us today, Angie. Oh, thank you. Hi, everybody. Um, that was a nice welcome. <laughs> it's like a little flashback, like, oh, gave me goosebumps. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, for sure. I'm super excited about this one just because I have loved your work. I've loved your earrings. You had um, me at Conchas. But since then, you know, all um, of your other spiritual like jewelry designs, I am just in love with and vibing. <laughs> Yay, thank you so much. <laughs> of course, of course. And on the Work Me How podcast, we like to get a little astrological just to get to know our, you know, hefas a little bit more. So Uh-oh. I usually <laughs> try to ask <laughs> for, you know, if they know their sun, moon, and rising. And of course, this bruja knew her placements and herself. So Angie, to get to know her a little bit more, her sun sign, which is your identity and where you shine, it's our birthday, which most of us know, is in Aquarius. So she's an Aquarius sun, you know, they can be known as unique beings progressive, independent, humanitarians. I like to think of them as visionaries. And her moon sign, which your moon is your body and your emotions. And she is also another Aquarius moon. Aquarius moon, I have experiences with Aquarius moons. Uh, Very open-minded people. They can sometimes come off as detached, but I have learned in my experience, they're very much in their head processing things and might not verbalize. So you're like, what is going on? So especially for a Gemini like me, it's like, tell me, communicate. They're like, I processed it. You didn't, you didn't get it in my head, you know? (laughs) And then her rising sign, which I thought was just interesting with these two, your rising sign is your motivation for living life is a Leo rising. So I love my Leos. I vibe confident, generous, definitely magnetic and bold and honestly as soon as I saw this kind of like trio I was like wow this totally makes sense with what you do (laughs) you have very unique innovative bold pieces of jewelry and art so I feel like this makeup just kind of speaks to that a little bit so I thought it was great thank you for sharing that with us Angie (laughs) oh thanks for uh, going over it like when I was reading over it uh I was like oh my goodness (laughs) Some of the descriptions because I see now so it could be sort of standoffish. Yeah. Um, but I just have like that little, you know how people say resting bitch face. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm totally approachable. It's it's just, I don't know. 
it's the outer shell that might scare people away. <laughs> right. I feel like the Aquarius can definitely come off as like quiet, but that Leo rising, once you get, you, once you get her talking, it definitely just like, just lovely all around. <laughs> love it. Love it. And I've definitely gotten to know Angie. I know her work is loved by also my family. Like my stepmom would be like, oh yeah, I just went to the other market and I saw Angie, you know, I saw some of her pieces, you know? So sometimes I'm like, hmm, I should have put on my Christmas list from Angie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much excited to have you here on the podcast for those of you who don't know you will know but so that everybody else can get to know you a little bit more can you tell us more about yourself what you were doing maybe before you started your business and when did you decide to start making and selling jewelry what inspired this journey okay so before um I dove into being a, an entrepreneur. I was a full-time employee uh, through corporate America. So mm. in management and banking, which can be pretty harsh, but I loved it because I was able to interact with people. And I think the experience through there helped me how to be a people person and take care of my customers, um, the people that I have, you know, paying attention to detail and, you know, just being more open and, and you know, like listening to them. So I would say I started like crafting uh, jewelry for myself just as a hobby. And then my coworkers, they liked them. And then they just, they were like, where did you buy them? And they wanted to um, get some themselves. I saw I made it. So whenever I would say that, it was like such a surprise. I'm like, what? Like they couldn't believe it. So that felt, that made me feel good. Like, wow, like they actually like something that I made, you know? Mm -hmm. um so from there them and my friends they were like giving me a push that I should start making more um pieces and I started doing them at fairs and that um just to test it out because you know you get you get like the support from your friends and family and you don't really trust it as much you know you're like that it's just they're just like making me feel good Uh but when you see that other people are like supportive like people that you don't know and they like yourself it's like wow like I am gonna keep doing this you know like it made me feel good. So I went full-time in 2014, ended up leaving my job, and I continued doing it. Holy cow, yeah, 2014 to now 2021. And what was that, like, decision like to be like, yo, let me leave this kind of safe, you know, space of that income every two weeks, every week to, you know, taking on my passion for art, which is just crazy. The fact that I did not, you know, when you said corporate America, like, you know, mm. to now it's such a creative field, which yeah, I totally get it. It's like, wow. It's like your vibe is so like, not, not corporate America. It's like chill, <laughs> right? chill, artistic, you know, <laughs> um, it was scary um, from going to a, a steady paycheck. Mm-hmm. not in the salary to going to like let's see what's going to happen you know where where, where am I going to get my income from now so that just meant that I really had to hustle and figure out how do I how do I do this like how do I how do I get started mm-hmm. I wasn't big on social media like um I don't think Instagram really existed then I was about to say yeah, I wasn't how did you do it before it. Instagram <laughs> it was really hard it was just word of mouth uh, markets um I want to say that Pilsen has really helped me grow because I I would say I started with like um, little festivals that were at the, the Plaza and Paline on 18 that are now that little festival turned into Pilsen Fest mm-hmm. but it was such a small little market that it was just like maybe like five vendors and that was just like so wow. huge 
So little markets um, here and there just helped me grow. Um, and thankfully now with social media, like now I'm able to like post pictures and people can see what we have, um, give a little description. Um, yeah, it's just, it was scary. <laughs> like just jumping in there, like what do I do? But um, what, seven years later, I'm still here and still struggling and pushing through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you feel like, did you notice any sort of like push or growth when kind of adding that social media aspect? Do you feel like it made any like difference for you? Um, it's hard to tell. Cause I would say it's 50, 50, like being in front of people, talking to them mm-hmm. and actually being on social media and social media can be tricky. It's like, you need to figure out their algorithm and like, mm-hmm. how do you get seen? How are you visible? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's always, it's constantly changing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, that was, yeah, I was going to definitely be like, I feel like at every festival in Pilsen, you know, previously I could always find your business selling your beautiful jewelry and almost as if you're constantly at different pop-ups. And so, like you mentioned, pop-ups have been such a big part of your business, especially prior to social media, but even I feel like now with social media, like you said, it's like mm-hmm. a 50, 50, but mm, you're out there hustling <laughs> always. Oh, it's yeah. like, where's Angie at now? You know, but it was like, damn, where's she at? I need to, I need to pick up some earrings. <laughs> um, so with that, I mean, with pop-ups in person being such a big part of your business, how did COVID affect, you know, your business with the amount of pop-ups mm-hmm. you were able to do? Well, COVID really hit a lot of us. Um, not just major businesses, but as small business, you know, because we relied on the interaction with people. We relied on going to markets. We had our festivals, you know, that we already had on our calendars that were, we already looked forward to these certain festivals because that was the income that we were going to need to pay certain things. Mm-hmm. So it was very scary, um, but we had to change up things and think out of the box. Um, so I ended up starting another Instagram page um, that's called Las Comadre Markets. And that I got some of my oh, other- I didn't know that companies. was you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I started talking to other of our um, uh, small business family and they were like, you know, hey, would you be interested in doing this? Like, um, I want to start putting together little online markets. Um, I know it's not nothing new. They're starting to pop up, but let's give it a try. Let's see if it could help us, you know, still be visible because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how long Mm -hmm. things are going to be shut down. And yeah, a lot of them were on board. Um, so we started featuring um, vendors and artisans, their work, and and I'm happy to say that a lot of them got sales from it. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm grateful to the people that tuned in mm-hmm. because a lot of them said that they missed us. Mm-hmm. You know, they missed that seeing what we were working on, seeing our faces. We've missed seeing people's faces, put yeah. it that way. <laughs> you know, that interaction. So a lot of the people that watched, they were like, they were so happy like to see a lot of us all together, you know. Like if it was a market, but they didn't have to leave the house. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, like leave it up to an Aquarius to think outside the box and think <laughs> of, you know, another outlet because yeah, that was a big part of your business. So yeah, I definitely saw online markets. That was definitely a good idea to kind of have, you know, during that time. And thankfully, you know, pop-ups are popping back up and, mm-hmm. you know, having that interaction, I feel like people are excited to be, you know, out and about, and even more so like pop-ups, maybe collabing with businesses indoors too, 
has been mm-hmm. really great. Um, has that been a thing prior to COVID, uh, like more collaborating with businesses indoors, or do you feel like that's definitely like newer? Um, for myself, I feel like it's something that's newer. Um, there's more businesses that are opening their space to other artists and vendors, you know, to come in and set up. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's, it's like you said, it's a collaboration, like let's help each other. Um, I'm sure it helps the business as well when we come in because we're all promoting each other. You know, mm-hmm. Hey, stop by this business. They have, this is their services. But while you're here, look at these vendors, look at what they have to offer. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm, I would say that it's um, something that's after COVID that's been coming up, which is awesome. It's great. And it's still happening, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, you know, not only are your pop-ups, you have, you know, your stuff you can also order online, but you also sell your products at Mestiza Shop in Pilsen, Chicago. If you do not know, mm-hmm. you're listening about Mestiza Shop on 18th Street, you need to go. It's definitely my like one-stop shop for holiday mm-hmm. gifts for the familia. So with your products being in, you know, Mestiza so that customers can find your items in stores, when and how did you decide to make that move to now fulfill orders for a store? So I'm very grateful to Mestiza, uh, Lorena and Sehedi, the owners of um, Mestiza Shop, because they already had their plan in the works of opening this uh, new space on 18th street. And they invited me to come and join them. So I was like, oh, one of their resident, one of the first resident artists that was there. So I was like, Oh my gosh, I was like, so uh, I don't know how to say grateful. Like mm-hmm. I just felt blessed. Like, Oh my gosh, like, thank you so much for thinking of me. Um, so yeah, I've been with them since the beginning. Um, and it's, it's really great. That store for me is dangerous because I want to buy everything. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> there's so God. much great stuff in there. Like there's, um, they support so many other local artists um, and other artists as well from not from Illinois, but you know, just so it's around, how do you say it's, it's a great assortment of pieces that you could find, mm-hmm. you know, as well as imported items too. It's, mm-hmm. it's just a great store. It's a great shop. Mm-hmm, definitely you guys should check it out and find angie's pieces there but also other local artist pieces and i feel like that's a great introduction for people who maybe aren't going to like the pop-ups or they mm-hmm. you know can't find you <laughs> they're like oh i can't make it but i want to pick up a gift for you know somebody my family or a friend which i have done many times <laughs> i was like go to mm-hmm. angie <laughs> oh my gosh that's awesome because they started they opened i think they just celebrated what five years I want to say five years. It's gone by so fast. So that must have been yeah. like 20, 2016 when you started with them. Um, I believe so. I want to say I'm forgetting my years, but yeah, it's <laughs> either 2016 or 2017. Cause I remember um, I must've taken Rosie and I have pictures of her when she was a baby. So she, oh that was like gosh. her first visit to the shop. I was like, Oh, <laughs> Both of y'all first one. intro <laughs> to the shop. That's <laughs> awesome. Are you in any other stores or will you plan to hopefully maybe try to have your products in other local small businesses? Yeah, we're in the Tiendita inside the National Museum of Mexican Art. Um, we've been in there. I haven't really been talking about it as much, um, but we've been in there. Um, that was another blessing. I was like, that was a major thing for me to actually be in the museum. That was a dream. That was a goal um and when I got in I was like oh my goodness like like I just felt really good like wow this is really working I'm gonna keep at it Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like because the museum oh my goodness like who can I don't know like it felt so hard to get in there but just being in there I was like wow it was amazing it's a great feeling 
an wow, accomplishment. That's, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's totally an accomplishment. I mean, a lot of people, there's a lot of people from everywhere who visit that store to, to have like a piece mm -hmm. of like art from a local, you know, artist here in Pilsen is amazing. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. So I'm actually planning to hopefully visit the museum for the Dia de los Muertos exhibition. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely going to have to like take a pic and check it out and just honestly be proud that you're in there too. Like I'm excited. I get goosebumps still. <laughs> like, just thinking like, oh. <laughs> That's awesome. And so you like, how do you do it to because you have so many pieces and you sell in you know on, in pop-ups online you know for the museum for Mestitia like how do you keep up with creating because are you the one creating everything yeah so I'm a one woman band <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it, it's everything is social media the promoting the making the designs the packaging just you know every, the whole package that's me um, I've learned the hard way that I can't do everything, mm -hmm. you know, that I want to, I need to, especially with COVID, it helped me to like step back mm -hmm. and think of a different start strategy to help me because what I was doing, I had that, like you said, I had the online, I had the museum, I had the shop, the pop-ups. I didn't have enough um, merch for all those things, mm -hmm. um, you know, cause I can only do so much, but I've learned like, okay, during market and, um, festival season I need to like scale back on my online mm. because I can't really supply it as much um so I'm only going to make enough for the shop and for my events mm -hmm. and then once the markets and fest season dies down then I'll start you know pushing the online again you know because then I'll have merch um to post in that and now I'm only doing limited amount of pieces um so that I'm not stretching myself too thin you know I'm not like Say, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 and that. It's then it becomes overwhelming, and then I get burnt out, and mm -hmm. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> it's happening though, so I'm I'm learning. I'm I'm learning as I'm going. Mm -hmm. And would you ever like? It's an interesting one for like jewelry makers, art makers. Would you ever like consider hiring someone to like? It's such an intimate thing. I feel like, mm -hmm. or I don't know, like every piece of jewelry. Would you ever consider hiring someone, teaching someone to do what you do, so that you can scale, or like? how do you go about that you know or like another part of the business mm -hmm. I'm thinking maybe down the road mm -hmm. I will but right now I like being the person behind the scenes not so <laughs> much the front person <laughs> I would hire somebody to go to the events mm. and um like you know sell for me because they're um you know they'll probably be better at explaining my work maybe <laughs> I like to be just like the one behind like just I like to be the maker. I love that. Um, Cause it's therapeutic for me too. It just keeps my mind on other things. Um, yeah. But of course I would be at the events cause I like talking to people and seeing them. And I love, you know what? At events, when people come up to my booth and they have like this, like, wow, this, I just like to see their eyes light up and their expressions. I like, oh my gosh, that makes my day. They don't even have to buy anything. It's just their expression. Mm -hmm. Like when they walk up and I even tell them like, oh my gosh, I just love that. <laughs> like. The way you just like lit up, it's just like, it's awesome. It's, it feeds me energy, you know? Yeah. And I mean, the struggle between your Aquarius sun and the Leo rising, <laughs> like I like to be behind the scenes, but I also do like to, right? like to see <laughs> oh, it's like so opposite. What a good combo to have. <laughs> true, true. To support that. Oh my gosh. And you have so many amazing pieces. What was the first piece of jewelry that you like made and you're like okay I'm gonna put this out to sell 
Um, well, you know what? Let me backtrack a little bit. When I first started making jewelry, before I left my job, it was mainly to help re represent me and what I felt. Um, like you said, yeah, what I make is not something for bank environments. <laughs> But uh, I didn't see anything that helped me to connect with it, you know, especially the, the supplies that were out there was very basic, very traditional, um, mm -hmm. like the pattern, like the patterns and the beads that were available. So then I started getting into clay mm -hmm. and I taught myself how to make certain things like um, the beads and flowers. So um, from there, I just made my own pieces were very, they were, I guess, not traditional for, you know, the work environment at all, you know. I didn't care because <laughs> that's something that I, I needed for myself, um, especially since I didn't find that much out there for me, like to purchase. Mm -hmm. So um, what ended up happening is that just uh, we had lost a child. We had a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. So my therapy was to make more jewelry, more pieces and art, like to help me cope with it. Mm -hmm. So I started doing the clay roses with the calaveras. Um, so those were one of our first um, pieces. Like the rose studs, the roses with the skull earrings. Um, so that, we started with that. Um, and I think a lot of people just connected with it. And, you know, they really liked the work that we did. And then from there, we grew and we started like, well, you know what? I need to make more things more like our, from our cultura. Mm -hmm. So then I started making the conchas. <laughs> and wow, like my conchas have been through different transitions. Like it started very like. I don't know it was like you could tell like it was our first try at the style yeah <laughs> and then like as I got you know with time and more practice I'm like oh I could do it like this so I think they got a little bit better with time but oh I think people um that have been with us for the longest they remember me for the rostas and the conchas mm -hmm. um you know we did them in of course a festa that everyone loves the chocolate the vanilla the you know the yellow and the white and then we did the unicorncha which were people were like, wow, like, look at that. It's so cool. Like they never seen, you know, a concha like with, you know, rainbow unicorn yeah. colors, which was awesome. So I think, you know, yeah, those are the main things I would say that I'm remembered for. Nice. Yeah. You hear and about Anjmere. <laughs> yeah. And still very staple pieces <laughs> mm -hmm. in the collection. That's awesome. And now from everything you make, what would you say has to be your favorite piece pieces? I have this design that I did. It's called Fuerza. Mm -hmm. And it's a girl with her fist up and her hair is waving in the air. And that's her strength. And that was a, a, an original drawing I had did. Um, I drew it and it's uh, colored with watercolors. So from there, I started making um, t-shirts and totes, um, stickers and buttons. So I was like very proud of it because I'm like, you know, this is my artwork. And people are like, they're loving it. You know, I would get asked, you know, are you going to bring it back? And, you know, when can we, you know, get a piece of the, the Fuerza collection? So I forgot about her. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to have to try and sneak her back in. <laughs> yeah, I was actually, when I was looking through all your pieces, I had actually seen that one. And I think, was it like on the Instagram? Oh, because there's a picture of your daughter wearing it. I was like, is this, it looks like her? Like, was it inspired by her? And who came first, the Fuerza t-shirt or your daughter? <laughs> And that's you know what that's so weird because that's pre-rosy. Wow. So you yeah. yeah, no, that looks so much like her. It like, does. Wow, you envision I have that people one. telling me that. <laughs> yeah. I manifested her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My little fuerza girl. My little strength. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And I do love that. You should bring that back. I definitely I remember, yeah, I 
I've seen that piece and I definitely um, kind of align that with Angie because I was like, yeah, I, I've seen that with yours before. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. And then um, with everything that you do, what would you say has been the most challenging part about running your business? Um, pacing myself, I would say, like pacing myself with the work that I do. Um, and I guess getting out there, you know, getting people to see our pieces. Um, it, it's it's hard doing your business, especially if you didn't study for it and you're like just jumping in with no experience. But, you know, it's rewarding. Um, you just you just learn as you go. Mm-hmm. That's Otherwise, I would have quit a long time ago. <laughs> Right. I, well, I mean, I feel like well, since 2014 to now 2021, going into 2022, mm-hmm. seven, eight years, I feel like you've definitely stayed consistent. You've just grown so much with maybe not having had the experience for it. But I, I would say you're doing you're doing amazing, sweetie. Oh, <laughs> you're doing great. I continue to be a fan of your business. And, you know, of course, there's going to be so many challenges, but also like what as an Aquarius, can you envision or would you like to see what goals, you know, do you have for this business or what would you like to do with it next? Um, I want to stay relevant. (laughs) (laughs) I want to still be out there, you know, I want to still be able to do pop-ups and be able to continue to make, you know, till I can't anymore um, physically. Um, But yeah, I just, I just love it. I love the experience. I love um the interaction with people and I love that people can connect with my pieces it's like it's a hit or miss you never know um if someone's gonna like what you're making mm-hmm. um most of all, I do it for myself because I feel like I need to stay true to what I'm into right now um what makes me feel better and it's I know it's been hard for some people that were like they follow me from the beginning and then all of a sudden they did like a what a 360 like whoa like what is this now mm-hmm. <laughs> um well with COVID it's it's I think it changed a lot of us or opened our eyes with the time that we have here um on earth and like how do we how do we take care of ourselves like how do we take care of ourselves mentally and physically mm-hmm. we a lot of us step back and we're like we have to um unlearn things and learn new you know um, so that's why I think I got more into the crystals because it was, it was therapeutic for me and just like the whole healing and the resin now with my florals, it just feels like, you know, this is very calming. It's, it's like, there's no stress in it. It's just, you just sit down in, at your space and you just, you know, get in the zone of the work mode, if you want to mm-hmm. call it work. <laughs> <laughs> and that's great that you don't and you love it. And that's probably what keeps you going. No. Mm hmm. Definitely. Well, and if you like, you, you know, you maybe started with jewelry, but then you had like the t-shirts and the totes, and then you have like your crescent moon items, uh, the ring holder. Um, and now I saw at your last pop-up, your husband is creating items too. Yeah. Is that something he was doing before? Or like, when did he start that? No, he just started that um, last year too. Like little by little, he was like, well, let me try. Cause he's been one of my biggest supporters and I love him for that because he's never like made me feel like, Oh my gosh, you're wasting time. What are you doing? He's always supported me. Um, and the crazy ideas that I had, like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. And he's like, okay, like he doesn't, he doesn't like try to stand in the way or, you know, try to be like, you know, don't you maybe you shouldn't No, He's mm-hmm. always 
pushing me to go ahead. And he even like says, he even shows me things like, Hey, you want to do this? Want to do yeah. that? He even looks for events for me too. Oh, sometimes. That's so nice. Yeah. So I was really happy that, um, like he's being creative and he wants to start making things. Um, cause mainly he's, he's always probably at the, all the events with me. Mm-hmm. So he sees the interaction and, you know, and he sees that, you know, you could probably, he could probably, you know, make something from there too. So yeah, he had his first little pop-up um, this past weekend. I'm so proud of him. Oh. Uh, I forgot to take a picture of him too. I was like, oh no. <laughs> but yeah, he's just starting. Um, he already said like, wow, like, how do you do this? <laughs> but I'm glad that now he sees like all the work that goes into it. So he'll, he'll, he'll be awesome. Oh, that's awesome. And then <laughs> do you think like, would you have like his products as part of yours or would he, you know, want to do like, have his own brand oh he he started his own brand the musky he's just gonna be more on it so i gotta be pushing him (laughs) there you go there you go what's his sun sign (laughs) oh he's a um oh my gosh a pisces he's a pisces oh okay he's got that artistic spirit in him too then you helped helped pull it out help yeah that's awesome (laughs) well i'm excited to see you know what he does in the same head i have seen him at the pop-ups with you which is great um and then you know adding and almost maybe probably inspiring him to do his own you know things and do you think like uh did you teach your daughter you know how to craft and do things is that something maybe you think she would be interested in kind of pursuing or at least helping out with yeah, so Rosie has always been there since she was a baby <laughs> on the side. From the little cradle to now, she's, like, always watching. Um, she loves arts and crafts. She's always like, Mommy, are we going to do arts and crafts now? Um, she makes braces. She does her own little artwork. And she's, I would say she's good for her age, um, especially with the motor skills. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's good for her, like, to try and put the, the elo and the bead in that, you know, just threading it through. But... Yeah, I can see her doing something of her own mm-hmm. later in the future. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Can't wait to follow along. We have to like have her separate <laughs> little made pieces. Right. <laughs> oh, right. Pay for college. I'm just <laughs> right. <laughs> Start now. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. But who knows? Maybe she should just take on the creative field like all together. It's like, hey, mom mm-hmm. showed me that I can do this. You know, we don't mm-hmm. have to worry about corporate America. It's all good. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome to see the family, you know, getting in on it. And uh, so exciting to see how you all grow. But before we end, I just had a couple of lightning round questions for you. So just maybe (laughs) the first thing that comes to mind. And the first question is, who is a Latina that inspires or motivates you? Mm. Right off the bat, I would say um, Diana Solis and Teresa Magaña. Oh, can you um, tell us a little bit more about them? So I think it was because, well, I want to say it was because of them that I got into like markets and selling because I I went to um, Pilsen Open Studios mm-hmm. some time back and I met Diana Solis and she was showing us her artwork and talking about it and the way she was so passionate about her work. I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is amazing. Like, I loved open studios. I love seeing all the artists and, you know, in their, in their studios and storefronts, just, you know, just sharing their work. And then from there, I took a workshop um, with Diana Solis for making paper mache skulls for Mm -hmm. Dia de los Muertos. And, and there she taught us like 
how to do like certain things and I just I just love the way she carried herself and and you know just talked about her work and that she was sharing it with us mm-hmm. and then Teresa Magaña I also met her through Open Studios and then I seen her again at the Tosin Community Market mm-hmm. it was a farmer's market back then and she was outside vending um in a tent and I was like wow like this is awesome like she's actually selling her artwork out here like this is pretty cool I mean I that's when I got the the bug for it like I want to do that too like I want to be like them um yeah and then from there I ended up selling at the the Pilsen market I was like oh my gosh like this is so awesome like the whole idea of being out there showing your work and people seeing it and just you know supporting you that was like Oh, that was, that was awesome. And then from, yeah, from there, then um, I started, like, I looked up to Teresa. I was like, so nervous to talk to her. I was like, oh my God, like (laughs) fangirling over here. Ah. Like, oh my gosh, she's this big artist. Her Indiana, like, oh my gosh, like, they're not going to talk to me because I'm, I'm this little person. (laughs) But they're so awesome. Like, they're so friendly, so opening um, and so helpful, like, and resourceful. Like, they, they both talked to me and, and taught me like how I can, you know, do certain things. And as of now, I used to have my stuff with um, Pilsen Alpos, which is now Patch. Mm-hmm. I used to have um, pieces in there as well. And still now that uh, supports other local artists and, you know, those that are up and coming and by having the art events and pop-ups and workshops, which I'm now back at doing workshops with them which I'm grateful for the opportunity um it's just they're just amazing they both are (laughs) nice well two artists to follow I will make sure to mention them in the show notes I've definitely you are the second one to mention Teresa as well and so it just sounds like also almost like mentors maybe Mm -hmm. you know that's awesome to have yeah mentors I feel like that's a big thing to have good to know okay what is the best piece of advice you have ever received? I would say from um, another local artist. Her name is Laura Niera. She's a, an artist and a baker. She does beautiful work on her cakes. They look so realistic. Um, she would tell me, well, casi me regañaba. <laughs> she would be like, work smart, smart, not hard. You need mm-hmm. to learn how to do that. I'm like, I didn't get it until now. Now it's like, okay, I understand what she was trying to tell me. <laughs> so yeah, work smart, not hard. Mm-hmm. That, and then, she would, and then she would also tell me, don't worry about having to fit in. Just be you. Mm-hmm. Just be yourself. And I'm like, yeah. It's, sometimes it's hard to, to like take that in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's true. Yep. Very true. We need more unique people in this world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, what is the... A- what is a piece of advice you would give anyone wanting to pursue a creative type of career like yours? I would say to go for it. Um, don't worry about having to please everybody. There, like my stuff is not, it's not for everybody. And I understand that everybody has their own style. Just like, I don't like um, everything that I see in the store, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, I have my own unique style. So don't worry about having to please everybody. Just follow your gut follow what you feel is right and you'll be fine you're gonna do awesome just go for it I like that all right what is the best resource that has helped you along your journey 
um, again, I'll go back to Teresa Magaña. She's, uh, she's my go-to and I'm sorry if I keep bothering her, <laughs> but yeah, she's helped me with so much like from advice and, you know, like you said, mentorship, she's helped me through so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, all this means is I just got to reach out to Teresa next for an interview. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she'll talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Just shoot your shot. Be like, Hey, so I've heard your name come up a couple times. <laughs> Teresa. Her right. ears are probably ringing. <laughs> I'm going to share. Like, now find who her. is it? <laughs> I got to find her on Instagram. Be like, Hey, by the way, you've had all these shout outs on the podcast. <laughs> you didn't even know. <laughs> Okay, next question. If there is anything you could change about your journey, what would it be? Mm, I don't know. I don't think I would change anything because then I probably wouldn't learn much. If it was, if things were handed to me, it would be too easy and I wouldn't know if I was doing anything wrong or not. Um, yeah, that's, I don't think I would change anything. Live without regrets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's better to yeah to have lived and not regret than to regret things i love that all right last question where can listeners connect with you online or at any upcoming pop-ups <laughs> um so me on instagram uh, you can find me at angemir underscore hecho con cariño so, uh, anywhere yeah. we can find you halloween weekend the 30th and the 31st um no that's family time or the oh i love that though balance or the other los muertos i don't know <laughs> but friday and saturday we do have an event at um the hairpin art center mm-hmm. i don't want to mess up the name but um it's being held by um what's this Rata de los patas a comedy mm-hmm. club so no. they invited us out there um it'll be our first time so yeah i'll be sharing information también on that awesome yeah everybody just make sure to follow because you do a pretty good job of like posting on your instagram like your upcoming pop-ups and where people can find you so i would definitely say stay tuned there where you can catch angie next if not feel free to also <laughs> visit mestiza shop and or the museum in pilsen where you can just you know pick up her things here and there but i feel like sometimes when we find you in pop-ups we find all of the things <laughs> all the variety yes <laughs> you're gonna find definitely at pop-ups you're gonna find so much more than what you'll see at um at the store and at the museum because sometimes they don't make it <laughs> to the store you know when they a lot of them are one-off pieces mm. so they don't make it to the shop if they're sold out mm-hmm. at the at the events and sometimes they don't all get um, pictures taken of them <laughs> yeah Oh my gosh. Yeah. Gotta take more pictures. I feel like, yeah, definitely follow the Instagram. It's like, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Where is Angie? <laughs> where will Angie be next? True, but, true. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you so much for chatting here on the Work Miha podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed. I hope everybody will pick up, you know, different pieces or just like inspiration and motivation. Because honestly, if there is a Latina that mm-hmm. inspires me, it's definitely you, Angie. Oh, and, so <laughs> you know, starting my business, I was like, just like you said you know I saw you out there just selling your art selling your stuff and just to see people loving it and to be able to be at pop-ups with you now I'm like oh my gosh yay, I know <laughs> I was like so happy I'm like yay get to bend with you mm-hmm. yeah so exciting and you know just looking forward to more looking forward to all the wonderful pieces of art that you create so thank you everybody for tuning in to the work Miha podcast I will link in the show notes uh, where you can follow Angie on Instagram and shop online 
online and where you can find her stuff in stores. But until next time, make sure to tune in to the podcast. Thank you so much.